Ohio Supreme Court Justice Pat DeWine sees no conflict of interest in hearing challenges to the gerrymandered legislative maps that his father, Governor Mike DeWine, helped draw, and he will not recuse himself from the case. Cleveland City Council members take an extremely rare step and circumvent President Kevin Kelly to call a special meeting about spending a windfall of stimulus cash. And President Joe Biden nominates three new judges for the federal court in Cleveland, including one who would be the court's first Hispanic judge. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, October the 1st. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio Supreme Court Justice Pat DeWine says he doesn't plan to recuse himself from hearing a trio of lawsuits challenging the new state House and Senate districts that his father, Governor Mike DeWine, voted to approve. Justice DeWine has recused himself at times from lawsuits involving decisions made by his father, including as recently as last month, when, saying he wanted to avoid the appearance of impropriety, he decided to withdraw from a case challenging Governor DeWine's decision to end enhanced federal unemployment benefits. In May, he did the same on a case challenging Governor DeWine's coronavirus-related restrictions, citing his father's extensive personal involvement on the issue. But in the redistricting cases, Justice DeWine said his father is just one of seven members on the Ohio Redistricting Commission, which approved the maps. Experts say Justice DeWine's logic is flawed, that this is an open and shut case of a conflict of interest requiring him to drop out. As part of an effort to appoint federal judges who reflect the nation's diversity, President Joe Biden on Thursday announced a trio of Northeast Ohio nominees for the federal court in Cleveland. David Augustin Ruiz, a magistrate in the court now, would be the court's first Hispanic judge. Charles Esk Fleming would be only the second black judge in the district and the only judge to have served as a public defender, a position he has held since 1991. And Bridget Meehan Brennan has served as acting U.S. Attorney to the Cleveland District since January. She has headed the Civil Rights Division of that office and has been first assistant prosecutor. All three would take their seats if confirmed by the U.S. Senate. In a rare move, circumventing their president's leadership, members of Cleveland City Council have called a special meeting to discuss how the city should spend the first half of its $511 million from the American Rescue Plan. The council members are upset with the glacial pace of decision-making on the windfall, as well as a lack of transparency by Council President Kevin Kelly and Mayor Frank Jackson. Kelly pushed through a surprise piece of legislation last week to set aside $20 million of the money for broadband expansion without the normal council committee review and no plan for how the money would be spent. In announcing the rare move to call a special meeting, Ward 17 Councilman Charles Slife mentioned that legislation introduced Monday earmarks the stimulus funds in accordance with outgoing Mayor Frank Jackson's priorities, which were announced last week in a press conference. 
That press conference, according to Ward 8 Councilman Mike Polensic, was the breaking point for council members. Junior council members, including Ward 3's Kerry McCormick, who was seeking to succeed Kelly as council president, began making calls to gather the signatures needed to call a special meeting outside of the purview of Kevin Kelly. The five African lions at the Akron Zoo have tested positive for COVID-19, the zoo announced Thursday. The lions are believed to have been exposed to the virus by a staff member who later tested positive. They will remain in their habitat, the zoo's Pride of Africa area, as they are treated for their symptoms. The lion care team noticed mild coughing, sneezing, and a decreased appetite in some of the lions. They collected fecal samples and sent them off to the Ohio Department of Agriculture for testing. The zoo also tested its other big cats as a precaution, including the Sumatran tigers, snow leopards, and jaguar. All those tests came back negative. Three years before he died in the disastrous Franco-Prussian War of 1870 and 71, the young French Impressionist Frederick Basile painted a remarkable, fresh and lifelike portrait of his friend and colleague, the painter Pierre-Auguste Renoir. Art critic Steve Litt reports the portrait of Renoir sparkles with crisp, distinctive brushstrokes and is among the latest round of acquisitions announced Thursday by the Cleveland Museum of Art. The painting carries an especially poignant emotional charge because of its quality and because of Bazile's tragic death during the war, in which a coalition of German states crushed the French army of 1870 at age 28. Born into an upper-class family in southern France, Bazile moved to Paris in 1862 to study medicine, but soon enrolled in art classes and became friends with Impressionists including Renoir, Claude Monet, and Alfred Sisley. Significant paintings by Bazile rarely appear on the market due to the artist's untimely death and small body of work. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.